0: Mechanical Freak, we're broadcasting live from an airship hanging near the sanguine sun, slowly setting on the horizon in Seattle, Washington, that city of the future on the bleeding edge of neoliberal dystopia today, where, hacking and wheezing, we've set out to acclimate our lungs and bodies to the atmosphere of tomorrow.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's why I've taken up uh, the vaping, dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah, getting ahead of it. getting strong.
2: You should, yeah. I'm evolving. It's just like those things in like Dune that they have to have when they're on Arachnus,
0: right? <laughs> yeah. What are those it's called, called? Arrakis.
2: Oh, sorry. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I already knew I was I was in very fraught territory just freaking it up.
1: <laughs> if I'm honest, I find being high extremely annoying. Uh, really. Yeah, was... I find you being high extremely annoying as well. I don't know. Hopefully it'll. Pr- 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 a good sleep aid for me I don't know
2: which I will uh, for the listener uh, we've had in the last two weeks two amazing Patreon episodes one where we have a great interview with our correspondent in Thailand talking about the COVID crisis in Southeast Asia the issues with you know uh, you know the West sort of hoarding the vaccine you know also we talk about the potential for maybe uh, labor struggle and stuff in those areas and then we have another episode where Greg gets high, throws the episode completely fucking off rails, and uh, we, and we all have a good time on the boat. So get, get with up. the whole gang, no less. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a lot of fun. So so check out that Patreon, guys. Yeah,
0: I wonder what he has planned for us this week.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm back on the vino. Oh, the vino. Okay. Yeah. Greg is uh, posing as as a sophisticant today.
0: <laughs> well, uh. We're going to talk about some things that happened last week that we didn't talk about because we got derailed. And one of those things, as you know, uh, if you're a longtime listener, is that we're big soda heads over here. We love that (laughs) soda, especially Greg. Big into it. Um,
2: Last week, me and Colin felt a tremor in the (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) We knew something terrible would happen. Look, if you could just
1: walk up to a fountain, a soda fountain in a fast food joint and get La Cola
2: out of it, then that would be a game changer. I agree. (laughs) Yes, and that fast food businesses would just go out of business. Nobody wanted it (laughs) anymore. But yeah, no, we felt as if you know a million voices had cried out all at once.
0: Yeah, thirsty. (laughs) Um. So this, I found this tweet like just as we were about to record, and it's one of those freestyle. I think that's the terminology machines, which lets you kind of be a mad mixologist of your own soda. pick and choose where the high fructose corn syrup comes from and what it tastes like. But there's a new twist. And the twist is that the cup has like a single use piece of electronics on the bottom and uh, you get two refills and 58 minutes (laughs) to enjoy those refills. And when you're done, you got to get a new cup. And so obviously this is to prevent people from coming in and having a tasty little drink.
1: So oh, you mean it's not free. to prevent um people, you know, paying customers from milking uh, the soda fountain for all the free refills they can
2: drink because that's such a such a great loss to McDonald's. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's a word for people who don't know uh, understand that a cup of Coca-Cola from one of those soda fountains is like what 3 cents. Low le- no, it's, it's out. negative. They're being <laughs> the, paid.
1: I mean, the whole the, that whole it's just water and right. sugar, which is both of
2: which are subsidized. Yeah, uh, literally the, costs nothing. Like
1: yeah, it costs nothing.
2: Yeah, and also to be clear, it's uh, you can have two refills or fifty eight minutes to enjoy it. Right, so if you're you have your one refill and your fifty eight fifty eight minutes is up, no second refill, my That's friend. That's true. Yeah, um, yeah, dude. This is uh, basically. This is the Nuremberg Law. <laughs> For soda heads. For soda heads. <laughs> For you guys and Cassidy. Yeah. Yeah, this is shit. <laughs> this is right off the yeah, bat. This is violence. Uh, yeah, also clearly designed to keep, like, homeless people from refilling soda cups. I, I think that is the actual uh, yeah. purpose, uh, fairly obviously.
1: Yeah, just to close off, like, okay, they realized, like, well, we put codes on all our bathrooms. Mm-hmm. And but. What we hadn't noticed before because we were so annoyed with um, the unwashed, unhoused coming in and using our shitter is that while they were at it, they were also busting out their. They're getting hydrated. uh, Cup and like getting some sugar water, some like fucking hummingbird feeder fluid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fucking keep their wings beating another day. And uh, now we got to put a stop to that because somebody's
2: getting some shit for free. Yeah, they they literally cannot have our free soda. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Can't have the poison. Mm. Like, we we must deny
1: them the poison that's killing them. Yeah. Because they can't pay for it.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's it's, uh, fucking sucks. Uh, Made only worse, I guess, by the news we're about to hear as well.
0: Yeah, which is the end of the eviction moratorium
2: which means that I was going to need that free soda more than ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean this is I mean this is
1: we've been dreading this for a long time now. I mean and now it's gone on for so long with no like important I think to like recap the whole thing, okay? Like the eviction moratorium as the uh covid was sweeping the nation and the inevitability of lockdowns, you know, Lasting a long time, like tons of people out of work, essentially the the actual economy collapsing. Something that, like, largely people refuse to put in those terms, but that is what has happened. Um, miraculously, in the I think it really first comes out of the American Recovery Act. I think is the first uh, eviction moratorium. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you know, in that package of stuff that you know, along with the um the extended unemployment benefits like managed to get rammed down the throat because like everyone was panicking and it's then like uh extended by the CDC by basically executive branch action from the Center for Disease Control uh, to go through, uh, I mean in stages, a couple stages, it went through I think January of this year and then it was extended and you know what we, what's important to remember is that this was never like the a good solution. Like, all what people have said all along is like, this is just like, it's only going to work, it's only going to it help people, a certain amount of people who are just putting off the inevitable because no money's coming through to uh, to make them whole. So now there's all these people out there who because of the eviction moratorium have not been Evicted in normal course, like people who are behind on their rent in a regular, in a more normal manner. People are evicted all the time because they can't afford to live. Like this is a yeah, normal. Yeah. So this was, you know, needed to address like the this reality of like asking people to stay home and not keeping them on payroll. Like we could have done doing all these things to where we didn't disrupt the whole economy. So we're like, well, at the very least, we just won't let people get evicted. Of course, people are still getting evicted, you know, uh, de facto evicted because you can still, like, be pressured out of your home by the reality of the circumstances or your landlord without going to the courts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, okay, so now there's all these people who haven't been evicted, though their landlords had wanted to get rid of them all this time for all the normal reasons. The normal reasons of wanting to redevelop a the building. They're late on their rent a lot. Okay, whatever. And then add to that all these people who were just like completely fucked and relied really said like this is what's going to keep me alive is this eviction moratorium. And there's a bunch of those people out there who just stopped paying rent. Kings mm-hmm. who just stopped paying rent. Fucking heroes who just said fuck it. I'm I'm you know, I'm going to just pray that this is the thing. I don't know. Uh who are now what, you know, 13 months a year yeah. Like, theoretically in debt to their landlords and not a lot of, like, assistance forthcoming. Okay, so this is already a bad thing, but now, like we've said all along, like, it has kept getting kind of a, uh extended piecemeal, but I feel like, yeah, months ago we said, like, it seemed like it was lining up where this was actually going to be the day. And sure enough, in May, uh, so this a couple of federal courts ruled the cdc eviction ban unconstitutional that was upheld by the supreme court at the end of june and they basically said yeah uh without a further act of congress this is now you can argue all day long about how that is a was a bullshit ruling um but they decided not to strike it down. And people were like, oh, my God, John Roberts. He voted against the conservative majority and voted to keep it uh, in place for another month. Yeah, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Our, our our king, John Roberts, because this is all the libs, right? So, but he did say, like, okay, this is, uh, Congress actually had in the, whatever, the last bill, the last, like, stimulus-type bill was, like, Okay, the CDC ban. We are now like authorizing it to go through uh, this time or whatever or something. Whatever he says, without a further act of Congress, a new like law that says this from Congress, the CDC can't do this. You know, argue all day long about whether what the constitutionality of that is. This is all politics. Okay, they made it happen. They said very clearly, the Supreme Court after at July thirty first, this current one runs out and. You're going to have to pass a new law the way, you know, the government works for it to keep going. And nobody fucking did. Uh, they knew
2: about this all this time. Yeah. Well, to be fair, Nancy Pelosi didn't hear about it until uh, the day she went on vacation. Yeah, I think
1: we have some quotes to that effect, right?
0: So she was quoted in Politico at first um, after the House failed to extend the moratorium, as you just mentioned. Really, we only learned about this yesterday.
1: <laughs> nice uh okay so like you know i mean this is this is the speaker of the house we're talking about this is the the democratic uh caucus in the house basically saying like yeah that supreme court decision over a month ago we didn't notice uh and they're trying to it it comes from them trying to like throw shade on the white house for not like which they kind of gave him the opportunity to do because the White House did come out at the very last minute, like on Thursday or whatever, and be like, hey, we should do something about this. Please pass a law. Whereas they hadn't been saying that before. Um, So it's basically everybody just being like, just having, just let it drop, which I mean, and now they're all pretending like, they're all pretending like it was somebody else's fault, but what they're really pretending is because you don't, necessarily need to buy that what they're really pretending is we're all stupid and this wasn't completely deliberate
2: yeah yeah i mean you know, the white house on thursday basically first came out and said the cdc should extend the moratorium which is always kind of funny when like uh the president like just asks an agency to do something it's like you know you don't have to ask them right like yeah but yeah the cdc should extend it you, then you, later
1: you and you right it, it's it's a backwards yeah, because yeah. <laughs> if it was going to happen, and if they didn't know it wasn't going to happen, they would be out there saying, "Here I am with the CDC extending yeah. the moratorium." Yeah, but When yeah. you're publicly asking,
2: yeah, you know, what it the means is. the
1: an- you know the answer is no again, yeah. which everyone's known for a month because the Supreme Court, you know, f- fallaciously or not, like they did say, no, They, they yeah. can't, you can't do this as an executive action.
2: Well, somebody must have informed uh, the Biden administration of this because then apparently within a day came out and said, well, I guess Congress should do something about this. To which Congress's response was that maybe the CDC should do something about this. Uh, then, uh, sorry, we couldn't do anything about it because we just learned about it. And then the CDC asked about it. Their response was, "Well, we can't do anything about it. Maybe the president should do something about it, or maybe Congress should do something about it." So literally, all just pointing at each other right now and saying, "Not me, them." Uh, and you know, Pelosi had to really yelled at her about the whole fucking shit about you know, oh, we only learned about this yesterday. Then tweeted this whole thing.
0: Uh, so she writes. Ensuring every American has a roof overhead is a value that unites the Democratic Party. Hell yeah, it does. <laughs> That's why I led a relentless campaign to extend the CDC eviction moratorium.
1: A relentless campaign for one day that started yeah. a month late and ended as the House went on recess.
2: Yeah, and the big thing is, like, Fucking yeah, kicks ass. the House did the reason why they're not voting on this isn't because of, uh, the Supreme Court told them they're not allowed to meet on Monday or anything like that. They didn't put it because they literally went on vacation. And I like that, that comment where she said, I, we only learned about this the other day, that is, this is separated by a day. These two stories. Yeah. So this relentless campaign, at best, we're to assume lasted 48 hours, maybe, at, at best. I mean... People have had longer and more relentless campaigns to get, like, the first Krispy Kreme donut at a fucking Krispy Kreme when it opens. Yeah. Like, this is insane. But the best part is I I like this part at the end here. Yeah,
0: so she continues. In an act of pure cruelty, Republicans blocked this measure, leaving children and families out on the streets.
2: And so we get the the final stage of the Democratic Party, like, firing squad of, like, whose fault is this? Of, uh, oh, it's just the Republicans. Granted, we control the House, the Senate, <laughs> and the presidency. But, I mean, really, I think we all know who's actually Our in charge around Well, it's funny because
1: some, some dork in Slate was writing, a, had this whole take, like, why aren't the Democrats highlighting the fact that it was the Supreme Court? that actually made this happen to where this, the CDC can't just, by executive action, make this happen. And it's because... <laughs> because the whole thing's a fucking setup, you asshole. Because yeah. they are... Yes, that that is the first fucking like domino here, but um, if they admitted that, if Nancy Pelosi was out there going like, the Supreme Court, this in this awful decision that, you know, jeopardizes families, and I'm angry about it. Well, they already didn't do that when it happened. And then, the, if it's that, then they should have known about it, right? Like, the other branch of government, like, doing this monumental thing that's saying, literally calling on Congress to pass a law if they want this over a month ago. So... That's why Nancy Pelosi's not talking about that, because they already decided to bury that and wait till the last minute. And now they cannot rely on that. Yeah. Because they already decided that, that didn't they they didn't know that happened.
2: Yeah. Well here's another like fun little tidbit from that political article that's probably worth uh, reading here. Uh, so this is from the you know journalist perspective. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and the sponsor of a measure to extend the ban, representing Maxine Waters, were at odds Friday over whether to hold a vote and force members to make their positions publicly known. Friday evening, Representative Ro Khanna from California expressed other frustrations. The reason they're not – so, by the way, Pelosi blocked bringing this to a vote, right? Yeah. That was part of her uh, relentless campaign. Uh Uh-huh. The reason they're not bringing it for a vote is because some Democrats privately have tried to kill this bill because of special interests of realtors and other groups. What? And it is unconscionable that we don't have a vote on the House floor, that we're protecting some members to kill this behind closed doors and aren't being transparent. It's just wrong. Basically, you know, I mean, nobody's gonna actually fucking listen to this guy or whatever. But but letting it out that like, you're right. The the verdict was then. Yeah, <laughs> this They'd was not decided, gonna happen. Yeah, this has been decided long happen. ago. So
1: all this bullshit, this even this, the Democratic circular firing squad here is all fucking kayfabe. They already yep. decided. We said. I mean, we said this two months ago. We said, look, they they've all making clear that January thirty first is the date. You know now. They ended up. Washington State ended up, and Seattle ended up extending. Um, but that is part. So that's the next phase of this. Okay, we get it. This is all bullshit. Mm-hmm. Everything Nancy Pelosi and the White House says. I mean, there's some funny shit. Okay, there's this. Also, this just like Reuters piece here. I'll just read a funny fucking quote from. Um, so this is Jen Saki.
2: Um, oh, our queen. Yeah, we we stand <laughs> a queen. Um, it sucks when Trump's PR people do this or, you know, his uh, fucking media people do this. But when, when the Dems do it, oh, it's so sweet. So White House officials said Biden has
1: not given up as he asked <laughs> officials to look into any potential authority to reinstate. Quoting, this is now a quote. The president has not given up on the option of legal action, White House Press Secretary Jen Sackey said. He has asked his team... To kick the tires, to look at Bulls. every authority, every option we have to keep more people in their home. <laughs> so, what I lo- there's a few things I love about this. Okay, all the bullshit we know, like, this was uh, this a month old. And they're going, like, mm-hmm. we're kicking the tires. We're really kind of, tur- we're getting the mm-hmm. brain trust together. Figure this out. And what they're trying to figure out at the end there, this is the giveaway. Mm. Not preventing... Mm -hmm. anyone from being evicted, not from fully reinstating and enforcing the eviction moratorium, but to keep more people in their homes. And that is what this is going to be about going forward, okay? The blanket eviction moratorium is dead. Yeah. As we know, people have been getting evicted and forced out of their housing all this time, but it was slowed by this as our economy collapses because of COVID and other reasons. Now... They're out there. The White House is out there saying quick states get all that money will be passed in the uh, various recovery act things out to renters. There is some rental assistance money, much of which has not gone out the door, of course, which Mm -hmm. could have all this time. It's not enough. Uh, They're saying asking states and cities to, you know, re-up their uh, eviction bans, which, of course, uh, Seattle and Washington State have already preempted. I'm sure lots of other, you know... Lib Dem run states are doing. So that will stop some, that will pump the brakes on some portion of the country. And that's what this crisis is going to be about now. Like, and I actually expect in the next few days, the Biden administration, probably not Congress, but the Biden administration will come out with some more salient announcement that's like, here is a thing we are doing in lieu of the eviction ban. Of some kind, I mean, maybe it's it'll just be a list of the shit they're already talking about, this shit that exists, but maybe it'll be, again, some new packaged way that's like a salient thing you can grasp onto in your brain, but all it's gonna be is something that slows this down, because the goal here is to liquidate all the poorest renters in America, uh...
0: Isn't, Isn't that what the Delta variant is doing? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Well,
2: I mean this w- helps in one way it, or uh, another. Yeah, I mean this helps the Delta variant really take charge and, and keep rolling. Yeah, and I mean, uh, you know, people pointed out little things like uh the Biden administration is rife with like people from Blackstone, which is, you know, of course, a financial firm that's buying up all the fucking rental housing in America. Um you know. Little things like that, right? And this is, I mean, this ties into just, this is just housing bullshit all over again, really. Like, you know, they want higher rents. They want properties to be sold as financial assets and things like that. In order to do that, you have to liquidate big portions of the rental population. And that's the plan, clearly. Yeah. And they, and it can't happen all at once. That is
1: what the Biden administration is going to do. They're going to, staunch the bleeding they're going to
2: Mm -hmm. like let this happen slowly over the next year or two yeah but i think the number is like i mean 20 million people or whatever underwater in their rent and i mean they literally just physically can't do it like there's there's not the personnel in america to do that many evictions it was kind of like there was a similar thing in 2008 where the uh, foreclosures in 2008 continued for years right yeah and it was just because they couldn't foreclose fast enough and evictions is kind of the same thing where it's like look we can only ev- i mean look, we only have so many fucking sheriffs and shit right so you can only evict so many people per day so how do we like set up some sort of program to like efficiently go through the evictions without getting too excited well, and
1: listen a lot but again like you know even in Washington state which is the end of the ban the fact that there's all this news about how the ban going away is going to cause a bunch of people who've been hanging on to mm-hmm. just give up and sure fuck their lives over you know sure. and that's going to happen all across the country people will evict by themselves you know they'll do what lots of people have done these people who have been hanging on without paying rent eventually they're going to read the tea leaves and go i got to get out of here before like it becomes a scene and they're going to do what a lot of other people did earlier which is move back in with their fucking family condense yeah all the poor families of the country are going to condense into three, four family fucking households. Yeah. The, you know, the good news is the nuclear family is dead.
2: Like yeah. that we, but, you know, Greg, like, this does bring Take back- a victory lap on that, I guess. But think of all the properties now available for financial speculation. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. So, good. Yeah, I mean, the uh, people are going to have to move out. They're going to have to condense back. Obviously, homeless populations are going to fucking explode no matter what. And, you know, I mean, this is a real fucking tragedy. And the whole thing is the Democratic Party literally like midwifed this into being. Like they created this crisis. Every step well, of the way they had a chance to stop it. Now, I will, I don't, I can't remember who said this on Twitter and I apologize if I'm stealing your fucking shit. Uh, we can raise a glass though and maybe do a little clapping. This is the first Trump policy the Biden administration has overturned. Yep. Exactly. So finally the harm mitigation begins. So there's there's two
1: <laughs> there's gonna be two legacies of, of this, and one is, matters a lot more. There's the one, yep. you know, that is gonna be the uh, you know, continuing Holocaust of the poor and marginalized in this country. And the other, though, is got to be another huge fucking forget nail, bolt, like fucking iron strap around the coffin of the Democratic Party because if you're out there in America like and you've been hanging on like this and you lose your fucking home during this period when, the, when you
2: didn't under Trump yeah fucking give yeah. me a fucking break man like you were told this entire time this was harm mitigation that this he's not the best candidate but he's better I mean, than the other guy vote who made you homeless better, housing but <laughs> yeah. yeah no but but seriously
1: yeah Who or who, under who, did the homeless population explode? People fucking, urban rich people are fucking losing their fucking minds over, we know about it in this town, but it's everywhere, losing their fucking minds over there being poor people in sight. They've been doing it for years, and they're at a fever pitch for it now. It's going to double overnight in places, or places that have not had a strongly visible homelessness presence because they're so draconian and cruel to their populations where they just beat them out of town and Mm -hmm. get them out. Those systems that certain places in like red states have that are for getting rid of the aesthetic blight on their cities Mm -hmm. um, are going to falter in the face of this much of an increase and so on every level, whatever the politics of a place, like whatever the systems for dealing with poverty, however, whatever level of horror they are, um, they're going to be overwhelmed by this. Mm-hmm. And uh, America is going to shit itself. You know, On the one hand, a bunch of people just turned who were probably disconnected from society and politics and didn't fucking feel like they had a place in this country already are literally just going to be fucking indigents on the street. And then you're going to have another whole fucking class of people who are just disgusted by that fact that they have to see that.
2: Yeah. Well, and I think the thing is, too, is that uh, people have been posting, you know, posts from, like, landlord forums and things like that. And, oh, my God, this is the landlords. They're loving it, baby. Like, they are all talking about how psyched they are to finally get rid of all the fucking deadbeats and all this kind of shit. But one of the things they've been talking about, which you see in the post over and over again, is that one, they want to pursue, you know, that they're all encouraging each other to go to court and pursue like back payments and stuff like that, you know. But the main thing they're talking about is like that they want to put this, you know, make sure that you go through the formal process of eviction and get it on the renter's record. Now, in a state like Washington, that shit really doesn't fucking matter. But in a state like Texas, where every single rental unit goes through the TAA Uh, that literally will get you blacklisted from renting, usually for about five years. Yeah. And you will just not be able to rent. Like, you know, like all my friends basically lived in like squatter houses because none of them could rent anymore for for their entirety of their 20s. But it's a very serious thing. And I'm willing to bet that lots of states have organizations like the TAA. uh, And the landlords are basically saying like, yeah, we're just going to blacklist, you know, huge swaths of the population. So they just can't fucking rent anymore. Uh, oh, and by the way, housing even in Allentown, Pennsylvania, as we've covered in the show, if you want to buy it, is half a million dollars. So, yeah, and, good luck. You're fucked. You, what are you going to do? You're so fucked. And so
1: what what the Biden administration has done by failing on this magnitude is taken a slapped together, last minute, inadequate thing from that the Trump administration did that in its limited way worked mm-hmm. at, at its stated purpose vaguely and are now turning all of the bad, the inadequacies of that and they're just like eating them whole hog just like everything that was wrong with the, this whole policy just like letting people's fucking back rent back up mm-hmm. letting the landlords get underwater i mean this is a major pressure that's on them now mm-hmm. all this shit now they're just going to be fucked now now it's going they're going to own all this fucking chaos yep. and it's like as bad as Obama somehow got away with fucking bailing out the banks, failing to prosecute. I mean, didn't? It, it, like, I don't think he did. I think that's literally why Trump got elected.
2: Yes, yes, Like you can, you can draw a straight line. He got a second from, term though from okay? Obama. I mean, look who he ran against, right? <laughs> sure. but but like there was this
1: festering resentment yeah. and distrust yeah. because of this. That is that took a while to come due. But I mean, that now pile this onto it, like, yeah. like I think. Joe Biden's going to run again, and I mm-hmm. I think he'll win. And this is the first thing
2: I'm like, I don't know. This could really be a fucking problem down the yeah. road. I mean, the thing is is that if uh, you know Trump ran in 2024, he might fucking crush Joe Biden. He's not going to, so you don't have to worry about it. But you can literally draw a straight line from Obama essentially maximizing the pain of the 2008 housing crisis on basically foreclosed – like, he – operated in such a way to guarantee the maximum amount of home foreclosures. He maximized the amount of people that were made homeless and all that kind of stuff from the 2008 crisis. And there's a literal straight line from there to Trump getting elected. And uh, Biden's doing just that. And further, every Democratic fucking, you know, uh, you know, every local government run by the Democrats is currently passing anti-homeless laws, as we just saw in LA, yeah. where they're passing sit-lie laws. Um, you know, you can go on the Mechanical Freak and read our articles we've written about that. I mean, these laws have been passed for 30 fucking years. And yeah, a court will eventually overturn it. Eventually. And LA will brutalize as many fucking homeless people as they can in the process. And even once the court overturns it, they usually just reword they'll change one word in the law and say it's different. I mean, Portland's been Portland has literally been doing this for 30 fucking years, you yeah. know? Um you can you can drag this out as long as you want, right? Every city in America is going to fucking have these. At the same time, the Democratic Party, as, you know, was reported in the Intercept, the Democratic Party's whole big fucking, you know, campaign message now is they are the party of the police, Yeah, the Republicans. are. I mean, this is what's behind. I mean, the Democrats don't give a fuck of what happened on January 6th or whatever. Right. The Capitol riot. What's behind this grotesque charade that they have going on in D.C. where they march all these fucking capital pigs onto the fucking street where they all just oink and cry. I mean, I don't know if you guys watched some of that video. It's some that's of the most so grotesque disgusting. shit you've ever fucking seen in your life.
1: Oh, they fucking die. It was worse <laughs> than Vietnam, man. The, I mean, these, the sanctimony of yeah. these fucking cops getting up there. Yeah. Indignant with the, how they haven't been given a platform as they're testifying before <laughs> yeah. Congress to like show <laughs> to the American. You don't cry. get to hear from
2: the police enough. That's yeah, for sure. shut the fuck up disgusting well, well, and fucking also, pigs. Again, the Democrats are purposely rewriting history where, as we all watched in real time, the Capitol Police literally aided and abetted the riot every step of the fucking way, right? Because they agreed with all the fucking rioters, who also were all fucking cops! It was a literal cop convention in D.C. But the thing is, the Democrats, right, the whole reason behind the host, this whole charade isn't that they give a shit about Trump, it's not that they give a shit about anything that happened that day. They don't give a shit about any of that stuff. They are going to be the they want to be branded as the party of the police. We are going to really I mean, I think we are on the cusp of just reliving the 1990s and the 1990s tough on crime boom, where Bill Clinton, you know, more than doubled the prison population. He doubled every police department's size and budget. And I think that is much more likely as a future than uh, any sort it, of with the modern Democratic Party or anything like that. It no. won't be as explicitly
1: racialized this time. It'll only be (laughs) racialized in practice. Yeah, yeah. But rhetorically, it will be directed at, you know, ecumenically at all poor people.
2: Yeah. You know? Yeah, Well, I mean, you know, even at the time, I mean, the Democrats would say that, oh, uh, we're going to triple like ATF's budget because of uh, white nationalists or whatever. And then, of course, you know, what does the ATF do? They just burn down a fucking like, you know, building in uh, Wake or whatever in exchange, right? You know, they they increase the FBI's budget. What does the FBI do? They don't go after white nationalists. They go after at the time they thought eco terrorists were the number one, you know, threat to society. All right, you know, if you think global warming is a problem, <laughs> you're the number one enemy in America, right? We're gonna relive that shit. We're that's what we're on the cusp of. I mean, I, I you, it's everything like is shit. lined up. All it's the not. pieces have come together. It's all lining up all the way to the point of Joe Biden being motherfucking president. But relive
1: <laughs> the politics yeah, of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The policies of it never went away. They've just yeah, been yeah. added to and increased, yeah. and we keep and at this in this moment when so much of the country is crying out to finally put an end to the politics of mass incarceration, to mm-hmm. the shit from the nineties. This is. Yeah, they're they're doubling down on how to extend it and magnify it, and they're going to use this uh,
2: homelessness crisis to do it, yeah. you know? Yeah, which, I mean, it's something that we've said on the show or whatever before, which is that they're, you know, the rejoinder to Black Lives Matter and the fact that they actually built a lot of public support against the police last year uh, the rejoinder to that from Democrats and stuff like that is going to be using an anti-homeless, you know, campaign to essentially re- like to reinforce the power of the police. Right. Yeah. And I think we're just seeing it in real time. It's just so gross to fucking actually watch it play out. Um, but I think there was this there was this interesting thing. They got a lot of play on the Internet or whatever that some fucking reporter from Fox News or whatever went up to uh, Joe Biden and was like, hey, um, you know don't the Democrats just want to defund the police? To which Joe Biden then responded, uh, don't like all Republicans believe that we like drink the blood of children. And on one level, Republicans that's... Republicans and some other people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on one level, it's funny, right? It's also okay. funny to think that Joe Biden has gained a new piece of knowledge. And yeah. that is yeah. QAnon. But uh, proving got that... a briefing. It does appeal to all old people. But on the other hand, he's literally saying... He's comparing the two, right? You say that defunding the yeah. police is as insane as QAnon. while this, believing that the Democrats are in favor of it are.
1: It, which is true. Is true.
2: <laughs> Absolutely true. That's the thing. He's yeah.
1: right on all <laughs> yeah. accounts here. Yeah. And he's doing a thing that, like, Lib Dem psychos, mm-hmm. like, have wanted Democratic politicians to do for years, which is just call Republicans fucking crazy and yeah. make fun of them. Um so I mean this gonna this yeah, it's all it's all gonna work with the with the you know the urban liberal shitheads.
2: Sure. Like I mean yeah. Well I think in Seattle we're about to watch maybe a referendum on some of this stuff. We'll yeah, you know, we'll see how the city elections go, but uh you know, banging the anti homeless drums and all that kind of stuff is uh what all the right wing candidates here are doing. We'll see. We'll see what happens. So we do have the story, you know, for people who really want to look into the crystal ball, what all our futures are going to be. We do have a story from uh, Pasco County in Florida. Ah, the is, Laboratory of Democracy. Yes, yes. Just north of Tampa. <laughs> so we know it's lovely there. Uh, Colin, you, would you like to regale us?
0: Yeah. So this is by Kathleen McRory in the Tampa Bay Times. And the title is, Pasco Sheriff's Office letter targets residents for, and this is in quotes, increased accountability.
1: Oh no! This is good. We love accountability. Pasco County is going to be held accountable. We love accountability. It's been so. clamoring for this for years. It starts
0: like an offer of admission from a prestigious university. <laughs> we are pleased to okay. to inform you that you have been selected. It says. But the four-page letter from the Pasco Sheriff's Office goes on to tell recipients that they will be facing enhanced police scrutiny under the agency's controversial intelligence program.
2: First off, a sheriff's department with an intelligence program. I mean, already we're reaching levels of satire here.
0: (laughs) You may wonder why you were enrolled in this program, the letter continues. You were selected as a result of an evaluation of your recent criminal behavior using an unbiased (laughs) Evidence-based <laughs> risk assessment designed to identify prolific offenders in our community.
2: Well, sh- I don't know why anybody would be upset or offended about that. I mean, it says it's unbiased yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. As far as I'm concerned, no problem it's whatsoever, all, whatsoever at this it's point. It's all those
0: orphans in uh, weird chambers having <laughs> dreams about you.
1: Love to get a threatening letter from the only legitimate authority in America, above which there <laughs> yeah. is no uh, redress or appeal, the sheriff. <laughs>
0: As a result of this designation, we will go to great efforts to encourage change in your life through enhanced support... And increased accountability,
1: enhanced support. Oh, what yeah. are they? O- what are they offering? Connecting you with services. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, I'm showing up to get your check from the sheriff's mm. office. I'm here. Where's my support, <laughs> bitch?
0: Last year, a Tampa Bay Times investigation revealed that the sheriff's office creates lists of people it considers likely to break the law, based on criminal histories, social networks. And other unspecified intelligence. Is First, they,
1: are they paying? What I what I'm sniffing out of this, of course, psycho sheriff, whatever nonsense, precog, fucking bullshit. Right, yeah. Are they paying a tech service they have for to this? Be, right, one hundred percent. There, there is some. They have been sold a product that yeah. analyzes all of those things you just said and spits out like the, the a number, fucking,
0: your crime score,
1: the fucking your, um.
2: Uh, lotto balls from <laughs> yeah, Minority Report, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I just love the very cryptic and other, you know, data or factors. specified unspec- yeah. It's like, I feel like I could probably specify what, that, <laughs> what those <laughs> other factors are. The
0: agency sends deputies to their homes repeatedly, often without a search warrant or probable cause for an arrest. <laughs> the Times also found that the agency has a separate program that uses school children's grades, attendance records, and abuse histories to label them potential future criminals.
2: Yes, this rocks. I mean, this is legitimately the future of America, though. I mean, this is the future of the public school system and things like that.
0: Well, it's also the, like, weaponization of Mm -hmm. the meritocratic big tech, like, data analysis of the human being. It's the inverse of uh, Jenny Durkin's, like, little big achievers program that she had.
2: Well, and it was interesting, like, when uh, police were first introduced into schools in the late 60s, there was, I mean, unimaginable today, but at the time, there was a lot of concern from everybody in the community. Uh, A, that people would be bringing guns into schools, something we don't worry about anymore— Uh, B, that the police might affect some sort of policing plan in the school and start, like, arresting kids, which people found extremely distasteful (laughs) and gross, uh, which the police assured they would absolutely not do. We know how that turned out. The other one they worried about was, would the police be using their presence in the school to create permanent records regarding students and things like that? Weird. (laughs) I'm glad that all those concerns that people had in, like, 1968, uh, every single one of them has come to fruition.
1: (laughs) The answer to, like... (laughs) The question, will cops arrest someone if they say no? Like, is you just have to follow it through. It's like when it happens, all they have to, all they're going to say is, well, oh, there was a crime happening. Yeah. So just yep. trust us. So, like, yes, they're always going to do that. Yep.
0: Earlier this year, Sheriff Chris Nocko and the Pasco, Pasco County School District announced they would scale back some features of the school <laughs> data program. <laughs> But the the letter signals a broadening of the core program. In an online video, Sheriff's Office Office Captain Tony Roach says being selected is good news, that's in quotes, (laughs) because participants will have the opportunity to receive assistance from the Pasco Sheriff's Office and several community partners.
1: Okay, like... People should be lining up at the sheriff's office for their check.
2: Well, what the fuck else does that mean? Well, the thing is, we've actually already described what the assistant says, which is: sheriff's deputies will visit you at your home <laughs> yeah. at all hours of the day you, yeah. and harass you <laughs> until they can find their and reason. Remind to you not to be a criminal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: The times found being named a sheriff's office target could have serious consequences. Deputies showed up at homes at all hours of the day and night, writing tickets for violations like overgrown grass. And making arrests for any reason they could find.
2: <laughs> this is the wow. assistance you get
1: when you're in this program. Wow. So they've decided, so they're making their, the their bullshit jobs easier. Mm-hmm. They've like found a way. Well, they're do okay. So whatever. They're just doing what everybody else is doing, which is adding data and computers right. and fucking yeah. spreadsheets mm-hmm. to the th- things they don't need to because. It's what we're... It's someone's getting a grift out of it. So what do do cops do? They fucking oppress poor communities, okay? So previously, they've had to rely on their instincts for that, such as, you know, racism and a general just, like, distaste of poor people and a need to, like, feel themselves exercising authority over those people. And now they've simplified it by codifying it, putting it in in a list, in a ledger... And so now you should do what you normally would have done as a cop, which is just roll around through a poor black neighborhood and looked for anything you can call a crime and fuck with someone for it. Now these people are on the list. They're identified as the bad people you get to fuck with because if it, Ever Anyone ever asked you, like, no, they're on the crime list, and mm-hmm. you fuck with them. So it's the yeah. same shit they're already doing. It's just, like, yeah. more fucking bureaucratic and, and codified and, yeah. yeah. It's crime science. And more Kafkaesque. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And by 2020, some 1,000 people had been ensnared. About 100 were 18 years or younger.
1: Jesus. Yeah.
0: The new letter to so-called prolific offenders... Who forced them to send the letter? Mm-hmm. <laughs> ...says its purpose is to communicate the agency's sincere desire to help recipients begin a new path. We are committed... And
1: where's the check?
0: ...to your success, <laughs> it says... The letter notes that the sheriff's Your office... success
1: at a negative, at not doing the things that we are saying you're doing. You're, or okay? are yeah. going to do. Right. Yeah. Not doing the, again, the, yeah, the overgrown grass, the everything is illegal crimes, the yes. Michigoss bullshit that we're going to fuck with you with. There's no, like, here's the thing you're going to succeed at. There's no positive, like, yeah, yeah. success. Well,
0: this is like the American version of the caste system where you just step in front of a computer and it just says criminal for some reason yep. that's inscrutable to you. But now you're just a
1: criminal in the eyes of everyone in society, and, and you not doing a crime is success at that point.
0: Yeah, that's all yeah. That's right.
2: That's all that's expected or wanted of you. But this, yeah. but the
0: system actually clearly wants you to create the. crime.
2: Oh yeah, the yeah. Crime. This system will create crimes that you have committed, as they said. Yeah. Me. At the point where, I'm, mean, in what world does the you know sheriff's department uh, make sense for them to write people tickets for having their grasping being too tall? Right. I mean, this is insane. Like, yeah. But this is, I, I, you, I think what we're seeing is they're creating systems that are more explicit and are more detailed and things like that about removing people that they don't want in the community, right? Now, the problem is, is that as the people we don't want in the community turns out to be like 60% of the population, uh, it's going to be, we're already, we already seen it, the fights over where you're going to remove them to right yeah because you can kick them out of your community but the thing is the next town over is also doing this right and also wants to kick them out right and so they're going to fight you about that removal right and the ultimate answer is going to be more prisons
0: yeah and probably earlier in yeah.
2: your life yeah more prisons or you know we talked about this a little bit off fair the techno prison that you get to hear about occasionally when you read like policing and stuff about you know uh Extreme, extremely advanced, you know, tracking software and shit like that, that you you know put on people and where they like, okay, you can't leave this 10 foot by 10 foot They're room geofenced. in your house, yeah. right? Like a Pokemon. All the yeah. Fucking, all the or fucking, we're gonna throw you in an actual prison. Yeah. All the fucking post-apocalyptic
1: dystopic horrors, like have all really just, like now, as we just approach, like as society is crumbling on this level like they all just got it wrong, didn't they? Like, what oh yeah, the be- wouldn't the the most like powerful and and certainly realistic like YA novel be about like a society not where everyone is like brutally oppressed every day because those always seem so hokey, but where like you know there's just twenty five percent of the population is in massive city sized prisons and you see someone just get arrested and their life ruined for like some Michigan bullshit like that. I mean, that's that's what we're all. That's what we're heading toward. I mean, we're already what whites one percent of the fucking population of this country oh, yeah. is behind bars. It's, it's literally like I
2: think one in every like seventy two men is <laughs> in jail, which is a fucking insane thing to think so about. Like, I, I mean, incredible. No
1: one's ever done numbers like that in the history of yeah. the world, and yeah. and we're think we're going more because we can't we can't help anybody. We can't fucking give anybody anything for free. We can't fucking build a better society. We just have to fucking punish and warehouse people. My yeah. God, it's fucking disgusting.
0: Yeah. So this, uh, article concludes, the letter notes that the sheriff's office has partnered with Pasco County human services and provides contact information for 18 government agencies, health clinics, and nonprofit organizations. But it also delivers a stern warning. Our desire to help you will not hinder us from holding you fully accountable for your choices for your
1: overgrown grass.
0: and actions.
2: Yeah and I think that, too, I mean, this is what is it was interesting to see this play out over the pandemic. Right. They continually tried to make covid a personal choice for people. And I think they have finally succeeded now that the vaccine is out and all this kind of stuff that it's nobody. It's not the Biden administration's fault that uh, we're currently in the middle of a covid outbreak every bit as bad <laughs> as the one under Trump last summer. Right. It's not their fault. It's not city officials faults or anything like that. This is all just an individual problem. If you get sick, that's your fucking problem. You messed up. You're the one who's bad. And this is how neoliberalism answers every one of its many horrors that it does, right? And, you know, as people get evicted, right, as they become non-citizens in the U.S., right, because they become homeless, you know, or too impoverished to count, right, right? Again, it'll it'll be their fault, and it'll we'll we'll just all raise our hands up in the air and say, "It's crazy that twenty million Americans just decided to be homeless today." Hmm. Very shiftless of them, <laughs> yeah. you know. Probably should yeah. put them in some sort of workhouse, you know. Yeah, or island. Yeah. Um. Yeah.
0: So look out for that in um, cities everywhere. <laughs> yes, can city
1: coming here to, to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck man, that's
2: that, that article is dark
1: <laughs> oh god it really is but I mean again like it's just someone's just running a grift like mm-hmm. squeezing sure. a few extra dollars yeah. out of what cops are doing already which is exactly just harassing yep. fucking poor people
2: when, and some people maybe uh, will write this off a, oh well that's Florida or whatever when SPD talks about data driven crime fighting yes, like actually, exactly what the, the fuck stuff, do you think yeah. they're talking about <laughs> like yeah. it's this yeah. like you know and uh You know, yeah, it it just takes it right away. You just wonder as things get worse, right? So internally things are going to get worse because we're right about to just throw a bunch of people on the fucking street. But also capitalism has no answer for anybody internally. Externally, things are going to get worse because climate change is going to create millions of fucking refugees and it's going to make things worse there, too. And it's like, what from either party, what from anybody that's in charge of this fucking hell country have you seen that makes you think that the choice is going to be anything other than the stick in all cases, right? And I don't know. It's uh, it's cool to think about. So I'm very excited. I, I don't know. It's great. I can't to wait to just, live the dystopian
1: novel. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just, uh, you know, it's just, uh, you know, feels so good to have been so wrong about Joe Biden and just be continually surprised at how, like, yeah, awful how, reads, how, uh, how great he is, Great stuff you know? he does. And yeah. All that, you know, it's just surprisingly good, surprisingly progressive uh. Joe Biden,
2: the next FDR. Yeah, and I mean, you can tell how <laughs> awful this administration is and how awful it's going to be by how desperately they're trying to jam that down people's throats. You
1: know? Whatever. I mean, that, that talk just yell may enough. be gone. I don't know. If they manage to get even some shitty fucking insanely watered down infrastructure bill, by the bipartisan bill through, mm-hmm. then, then I'm sure once again you will hear all about the Joe Biden as the reincarnation of FDR and like... I don't know if you've seen the shit on that infrastructure bill, but they basically cut everything out.
2: Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, uh, you know, Obama's uh, bills, you know, after 2008, where anything that could have actually helped got just ripped out of the fucking bill and everything just became bailouts to fucking banks, bailouts, yeah. or whatever. All that money is just, just consider that money stolen. It's all gone. It's all gone. Nothing's going to come of it. You're not going to get anything out of it. No infrastructure will be built. It's just stolen. It just all was taken, you know. But uh, uh, That's the future, though. I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking grim, man. It's fucking yep. grim.
0: Another uplifting episode <laughs> of Mechanical <laughs> Freak.
2: Yeah. That's brutal. Uh, but we would like to thank some patrons.
1: Yeah, we do have some patrons <laughs> oh, yes. to thank. Let's see. Patrons, thank you for thank listening.
0: You. This is delayed as well, so thank you for waiting for us to do this. Yes. Uh, Sorry,
2: um, our, our, think... our data-driven... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's sorted
0: you as trash <laughs> have we for some reason.
2: Have Anna
1: M yet? Thank you, Anna M. Mike Solon. Mike well, Solon's signing up fan. again. Yeah, yeah he, he actually just re-upped. Yeah. Okay. Glenn Abel. Madison... Uh, yeah, someone named Madison. Great.
2: All right. <laughs> cool. Good, good job, thank Greg. Thank you. Thank <laughs> That's you all. I feel very special.
0: Yes, <laughs> for uh, joining the fold. And if you want to be like them, you can head over to Patreon and sign up and mm-hmm. listen to all the cool episodes like we talked about. Greg getting high.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg's talk- first and only vape adventure <laughs> you could hear.
0: Um, mo- other movie reviews. Um, good stuff, too. Interviews.
2: Yeah. Lots of good stuff on the Patreon. So you can also join our, uh, what's that thing called? Discord. Discord. And uh, yes. that's where people talk to each other, I where guess. The
0: true freaks have found friendship.
2: <laughs>
1: cool. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>